Chapter 1 My parents should have listened to me. I said I didn't want to come on this stupid tour of Northwich Castle. Now here I stand on the highest crumbling tower, the stars stark and clear in the black night sky above my head. The roof that was once part of this castle crumbled away long ago. It's just me, standing here in the cold, open, January air. I'm alone and I have a deep, sinking feeling in my gut that I'm about to die. And it won't be of natural causes. There's something happening in the air. Something happening to the air all around me. I can barely breathe. My feet feel as though they are glued to the floor and I can't move my body in the slightest. I'm trapped in place by an unseen force. Every breath I take is a struggle. An invisible weight presses my whole body inwards. It's snowing fat flakes and one lands upon my eyelash. My vision pales. The pressure is too much. I can only see the one snowflake blocking my vision. I stare harder and harder at it until it comes into focus. For a split second I can see the frozen water on a microscopic level. I'm aware of the fractals that are the framework of each crystallised flake. The snowflake drifts away on a breeze so I know there's still air around me. The problem is, I'm finding it more and more difficult to breathe any of it in. I can see in front of me again. I don't think I'm seeing clearly though. The atmosphere is hazy. The snow falls slowly all around. I stand stock still. Not a smidgen of movement from my body, apart from the rise of my struggling chest that's gasping for air. Suddenly, cold punches my gut. I'm able to move again and I can breathe. The air feels light and pure and I suck down in great gulps. I feel like I was drowning, even though I'm nowhere near any great body of water, let alone under it. Whatever just happened, I am so over it. And I am so totally getting the hell out of here. I step through the open doorway of the tower. Something gleams above my head. When I look up, I discover the source of the light. The highest stone in the centre of the arch is glowing. When I tilt my head down again, I can see across the battlements and I make a beeline for the corridor on the left. There's snow piled up in there about two feet deep, but I won't let that stop me. I'm getting out of here right now before the paranoia of seconds ago kicks in again. I don't want to feel like I'm going to die. Jacqueline. Someone said my name. Who's there? I stop running, turning round and around, leaving chaotic footprints in the fallen snow. That voice, it came from everywhere. The stone is still glowing at the top of the tower doorway arch. I fling myself back around and when I attempt to flee again, my face meets an invisible wall. No, not invisible. There's something there. Something blurry, foggy even. It's a wall of steam. It's dissipating. There's someone standing there and it takes me only a second to realise it's a mirror. I can see my own reflection in a great, big, outdoor mirror. My long, blonde hair spills out of the furry hood of my coat I have pulled over my head. I can see the whites of my blue eyes because my lids are open so wide in fear. 
But wait, something else is there. Something is happening to my face. It's transforming. That's not me. The mirror-like fog is gone. Someone is coming towards me. And it's a boy. Uh, um, it's some guy. A stranger, someone with a black hood over his head. He looks me straight in the eyes, and once again I find myself unable to move from this spot. Brown eyes. He has light brown eyes. Jacqueline. When he speaks my name, it's like a punch in the chest. The only thing that's solid about him are his eyes. Everything else is foggy, as though that misty mirror is still clinging to the air all around. I watch as he takes off one of his black leather gloves. His palm extends and the world turns upside down.